Yo. Hey everybody, this is Caleb. Hey, and it's Tyler. All right, uh, hey, what's uh, up? Uh, hold on one second. I gotta take Dude, this we're... Snapchat thing. What, we're doing and update thing. my Instagram. Oh, oh, I forgot. Uh, do you still use Facebook? Well, as a matter of fact, I do. I'm not very up on the social media meta. I'm starting to transition into Twitter, though. Okay, Twitter's fine. This is what I've noticed, man. <laughs> well, my dad is using Facebook again. This is like the second time he's he's like. <laughs> Oh, made a Facebook account. He's made some funny posts. Yeah, he made some funny posts, and that's what worries me, man. Um, I've noticed that there's a lot of older people on Facebook now. So, yeah, I, it is something that I've noticed, that Facebook has become a, like, 30s and over sort of thing. Yeah, like, it's... Like, younger kids ain't really doing it anymore. It's kind of weird, because, like, I... I remember MySpace. I remember MySpace. Uh, did, you, <laughs> did you know Bebo? Did you remember Bebo? Yes. Bebo yes. was the thing. Uh. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, everybody, I'm kind of like doing the dating thing or whatever and talking to some people. Most of these people don't use Facebook. Used to be you couldn't date without like having a Facebook. Like they would instantly want your Facebook. Yeah, they would like that. And sometimes that happens. That was like five or 10 years ago. But nowadays they want their, your Instagram and your Snapchat. Yeah. Can I get your IG? Can I get your IG? It's not stands for Iron Golem and it's not Iron Golem. (laughs) Are you sure? Um, surprisingly though, I actually like those a lot more than Facebook. Because I see so much toxicity on Facebook, Ugh. and then like on these platforms, it's le- it's so much less toxic because it's about yourself. Yeah, and that's what makes it a little bit better, I think. But I've noticed it. I know you have too. And sorry, Dad, I'm sure you'll hear this, but yeah, I okay. Think fa- yeah. So I I think we can agree we're we're up on Facebook is for old people, and and that also means that we're old people. I don't think it's necessarily just for old people, but I think it's. Okay, changing. let's define old as 30s and over. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Even, even though we're not actually there yet. Not there yet, but, but oh. we'll be there. So the the next topic I wanted to bring up is, um, so p- I've noticed this, particularly because of Facebook, people's politics seem to be very similar to their sports team's preference these days. It, like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's not about what's I'm happening. I'm for the blue team. Yeah, it's not about what's happening or what's getting done or what the facts are. None of that matters to people arguing. It it's just it feels like it feels like a sports team preference to me. Uh, look, sure, Coke with Coach. Even well, it's even red. Um, seriously though, I went to Hazard, Kentucky, like two weeks ago. Yes. And like they're like here in Frankfurt, you're, the signs are just like it says their name, and there's not really like a political like you know Democrat or Republican. Went to Hazard. Yeah. Man, the signs are like, vote Chris Johnson, Republican, in big letters. Like, it was almost bigger than his name. Yeah. And I'm just like, my mind was like, why is that important? So, so you, you went, you entered a lower income, more rural community. Yeah. And, and that's where the, the, like, I bleed for my team dynamic is strongest. Mm. And, I mean, I gotta say, I, I don't like it. That doesn't bode well for, like, the future of politics. It's kind of sad, man. And it kind of worries me, but at the same time, I think I understand why. I think it's pushed a lot. Yeah, it, it it's a it's a form of tribalism, man. Yeah, like you know, like like what there's there's this guy that I've been talking to a lot, and man, like you know, he's he's atheist. He seems reasonable, but when it comes to politics, man, like he doesn't actually have policies that he seems to be into. He's just conservative because he's conservative and that he doesn't like liberals. And he doesn't like realize that he, he actually kind of is one. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very strange. It's super um, odd. Yeah. Um, are we up on that? 
Look, no, we're not up on it being that way, but I think we are up on realizing it is that way. Okay. I think the way that we change this is through social media, kind of like we were into earlier. I mean, I think it, social media is part of the problem. It could be. I think that's why people are like this. Could be. You, you're probably right. I'm actually super down on, on that because it requires people not to research their candidates. I'm extremely down on that. I, I really think instead of like signs saying, vote for this guy, I think we need to have signs telling you where to find information about the candidates yeah. and where to hear them speak mm. and all of these other things. Like it, 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 outside of the presidential, like, you know, beauty pageant that yeah. it's become, you know, there's not really a whole lot that, that communicates politics to the layperson. And I think that's, I think that's bad. I'm going to tell you right now, I get my politics from the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I just go to my local grocery store and I, I, that's where I get my, I talk to the cash register and I'm like the girl at the cash register. I'm like, how do you feel about Donald Trump? Are we, are we up on girls at the cash registers? Yeah, we're super up on girls. No, we're well, not. No, I, no, 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 we're I, not. I have bad news for you, my friend, because cashiers are becoming obsolete, and so are a lot of other menial, uh, you know, forms of labor. Surely not. Not to say that what you're doing isn't important if you're in one of these fields, but automation is inevitable, folks. I, I, I project that 30 years from now, it will be illegal to manually drive a car outside of an emergency. Oh my gosh, really? I think so, man. I mean, I've always been up on the idea of public transit being such a popular thing. No, self-driving cars, my friend. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. But but I always loved the idea of a transit system. I always thought that would just... it. I, I think it's great. Like, the idea is just... It, it's great. It's fantastic. I want you to, I want you to envision something right, right I'm envisioning. Now. Okay. Let's, let's say you're, there's seven cars stacked up at, at like, a red light. And, yeah. I mean, this is while we're transitioning yeah. and before lights are even obsolete. Yeah. But <laughs> there's seven cars at a, at a red light. And then the light turns green. Before it's turned green, every single engine, like, every single brake is off and all of the cars are moving forward. Because, Whoa. you know, networking and yeah. self-driving cars. I no. don't think people understand, like the the potential here i don't i don't think they see how ridiculously efficient it's going to be i, I mean it's already great like kroger clicklist like sorry kroger girl but your gonna job is gonna disappear because of clicklist yeah um i mean that's just so efficient like there's so many times where i'll just be like oh i need it like even for our work like they just order our groceries and stuff it's just super efficient it's fast yeah and here's the scary part though with increased automation, there will be increased unemployment because there will not... Eventually, we will come to a point. There will be a, like, critical mass to where there's actually not enough jobs to go around yeah. because everything's automated. So we need to be thinking now, like 20 years before this really hits its stride, we need to be thinking now about how we're going to live in a post-needs economy. Like, well, we're already thinking about it, so I think it's just going to take a while for people to transfer. I mean, there's always going to be something that holds a group of people back. So I advocate for a universal basic income. You know, it, it's enough, not necessarily for in you know a, extreme pleasure, yeah. but at least for reasonable comfort, and um, a, you know, it, sort of a minimalistic existence, and everything else is kind of up to the individual. Um, but he, a caveat with that is that education and other things that help you like uplift yourself and contribute more to society, those things are going to have to not cost nearly as much. Yep. Well, you know what I say? I say we're very, very up on those type of things. I'm, I'm super into the idea of, of like, you know, efficient, like, you know, getting rid of cash register. I'm not, I'm even up on like not even going inside the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Um, just anything like that, anything that's automated, I'm just into because it gives me more time to Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. And yeah, 
trans this transition is going to be a complicated one, but we really need to be looking forward to it instead of attempting to regress. Yes. I'm really sick of seeing this, ah, I want more cashiers at my grocery oh, store. Yeah. That's privileged thinking, my friend. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I've been Caleb. You've been Tyler. Yeah, that's who I've been. And, and this has been A What. Yep. Are we up on that? We're pretty up on that. All right. See you later.